0: Back to the Sunday roast. How's it going, guys? Hello. How are you? I mean, how are your hearts? Bad, presumably. And of course, with resounding importance, especially now. How are your heads? Worse again, is it? Guys, how's it going? What's the story? Apologies that these roasts are coming a little bit later on Sundays these days. I'm just finding it. Like, quite, quite difficult at the moment to sort of get the energy levels up. Um I'm not necessarily despairing, but I'm not a million miles from it either. I'm sure much is the same for you. So, this week... Oh well, first and foremost, thank you to everybody who subscribed to the Patreon uh, over the last few days. It makes such a difference. If you haven't yet considered it, please do. I've been releasing a lot more um, of my Spotify music playlists onto the Patreon. So, if you're interested in that... Sign up, there will be ba- oh good uh, there will be baby roasts, and uh, there will be additional content and a lot of lobster content. Please consider signing up uh, patreon.com forward/ mark Megan. It makes a tremendous difference to my life and enables the show to get produced each week and for me not to be destitute. so thank you very much. Also, to everybody that took the time to message me this week, I really, really appreciate it. And to everyone that's been reviewing the podcast, I always forget to ask you guys this, but if you, if you could take like the time out, even if you don't want to go on the Patreon, could you just like leave a review, preferably a positive one, um, on the internet, wherever, on podcast review places or on your apps. I don't know. Nevertheless, we've gotten through the week. This week, again, similar, I seem to be really getting more and more, uh, just low um over the last couple of weeks, uh, hence the sort of disparate presence on um social media and just sort of randomly disappearing because I sort of become quite down. Um And in an effort to source inspiration for this week's show, I actually did a very arrogant thing and I was listening back to the old podcasts from like last year, the first ones, I think like Halloween and stuff, which is really weird. By the way, this wasn't like Federico Fellini doing a retrospective. It was... Purely me snatching at like, situational straws in the hopes that aspects of my former life would provide me with some inspiration. And fortunately it did. But yeah, it is weird listening back to those older podcasts. I sound so fucking nice. I think I've just gotten like worse over the last 12 months. Nevertheless, one of the things that I talked about very briefly in one of the earlier shows that I thought required a little bit of a deeper dive was an activity that most of us would have gotten up to in December and January in normal times. Yes. Funderland. Going to Funderland. For those of you not from Ireland, Funderland was basically a theme park situated in the working-class area of Ballsbridge, uh, in Dublin 4. It was sort of a rite of passage for many teenagers in Dublin growing up. I mean, there was two types of adolescence at Thunderland in the early sort of 2000s. It was basically a cultural collision of close-knit South Dublin teenagers divorced from the true realities of Irish life, and then absolute knackers. Like, it was... But it was a rite of passage. You'd go around Christmas time, you'd have fun, you'd hopefully... We used to call it meet people, which is like kissing, scoring, French kissing, etc. Nevertheless, it was a sort of fun time. I mean, scumbags used to go to Funderland to scare the shite out of themselves by riding roller coasters. Whereas we used to go to Funderland to scare the shite out of ourselves by riding scumbags. Like, honestly, this place was terrifying for people like me. Do you remember the Magic Mouse ride in Funderland? Do you remember that? When you when you first come in, the Magic Mouse ride. The only reason, by the way, they called it the Magic Mouse was because they felt that children wouldn't be as enthusiastic by its original title, the Heroin Rat. Honestly, some some of the roughest people ever existed in Funderland. It was arguably the only place in Ireland where people could come out with more teeth than they came in with. These, like, thugs would literally rob anything. They were so rough, they'd literally steal your shadow if they had the chance. I didn't really like Funderland. I used to get nervous anytime I'd have to like approach a group of big te- uh, a big group of teenagers even when I was a teenager. And I still get nervous sometimes approaching large groups. I think that's just like PTSD from those days. Funderland wasn't massively for me though. It was also like you know those people that are like, "Oh yeah, it's really good just to scare yourself every day." Is it? I don't think so. In fact, I don't like getting scared, so let al- Why would I pay for this experience? And these rides, they're so lacklustre. What's that one called? Oh, it's called the uh, merry-go-round. Why is that? Well, the people are merry and they go around... Oh, fair enough, fair enough. What's that one called over there? Oh, that's the drop zone. What does that entail? Well, basically, you go over into that zone. We bring you up really high on a contraption less structurally sound than the concord. Oh, and, and then what? Well, we drop you. Ah, excellent. So this is essentially a simulation of the life of a neglected toddler. Good stuff. Good I'll have four vouchers, please. Do you remember the drop zone? People used to go up onto the drop zone and when they were suspended in the sky, they'd kick off their trainers at people down below. Unbro runners cascading down from the heavens like some sort of horrendously heavy and overpriced hailstones. I remember one time, one of the guys we were with kicked off a shoe, and somebody fucking robbed it, but they only robbed one. They literally only robbed one of his shoes. So we spent the whole afternoon then searching Thunderland high and low to find this guy. And which, by the way, we eventually did. And to this day, I made the greatest joke that I've ever made in my whole entire life that didn't get the credit that it deserved. We eventually found this guy, and he was like laughing away on the bumper cars, right? And do you know what I did? At the top of my lungs, I shouted out, Hey! Michael Schoonacker, like <music> Michael Schoonacker. Honestly, though, stealing people's. Stealing one shoe. What is the point of that? I remember you'd be walking around, and he would like there'd lots of be lots of people. All the Gonzaga guys coming out hobbling on one foot because their bloody dobs have been stolen in their O'Neils tracksuit bottoms. Slight irony, in them wearing O'Neill's athletic tracksuit bottoms when the greatest greatest sporting achievement they've ever had was the time they got athletes foot in Croatia. Shoes getting stolen. The amount of lost souls in Thunderland. You'd almost think it was a past pupils meeting in Mount Anvil. Honest to God. I hated this place. Walking around through the foyer of the RDS, dodging all of the piles of sawdust, concealing the recently produced bile by an overexcited adolescent. How cringy is getting sick after a roller coaster? Grow up like, aww. Aw, oh, my tummy hurts. Good luck. Oh, I ate too much candy floss. What classifies as too much candy floss, by the way? As far as I'm concerned, it's any. Never understood it. I never understood it. An activity that resembles swallowing the pubes of a unicorn. No thanks. I'll have a toffee apple instead, please, like a real man. Yes, please, with additional sprinkles. Thank you very much. Candy Floss. Even the name Candy Floss sounds like a 52-year-old Glaswegian stripper on the way out who's had to resort to house calls and stags dues. Candy Floss. All right, boys. All right, boys. The name's Candy Floss. I'm here for phone battery on 20%. No, that's that's just a notification on your... You biscuit. Anyway... Candy floss. One bite of candy floss. And you'd have to stop off in Vincent's on the way home to get your fucking foot amputated. It's like as if Sunny Delight and Diabetes had a baby. Thunderland and candy floss. I genuinely just didn't like it. The noise of the place. All the music. Do you remember like the happy hardcore music on these rides that were really dog shit? It was essentially just like a playground with neon lights. Oh, do you want to go on the waltzers? Oh, well that sounds very grand. This is obviously your executive level amusement, is it? This is a ride for the t- thinking man. In reality, it's four minutes spent on a decrepit Eddie Rockets booth having a fucking seizure. Basically just rickety chairs getting shaken really fast. Speaking of Eddie Rockets, what's the name of the guy that operates this ride? Eddie Ricketts. The man hasn't seen sunlight since USA 94. Give the guy some vitamin D, or at the very least, a criminal record. At right, boys. The name's Candy Floss. <laughs> Just didn't get these rides, like. They weren't enjoyable. You must be this high to ride the roller coaster. Never seemed to be an issue for the kids that went to New Park, did it? <laughs> New Park. Great, uh, great, brilliant place, that. What age are you, man? You, uh, you, in, you in six year? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. 34. Good stuff. How many US presidential terms have you fucking sat through? Just finish the bloody exams. New Park. Walking around Funderland, like, Oh, do you, want to go and, do you want to play some of those arcade games? That are more fixed than the All-Ireland, by the way. Oh, just won a goldfish, did you? Oh, yeah, that's that's not, that's pretty cool, actually. Only took me seventeen attempts. Seventeen attempts. You've just how much? How much per go? Two euro. Good stuff. You've just spent thirty-four euro to win a fish that is smarter than you. Congratulations! You have failed the intersert. Oh my god! I co- I just didn't get this place, unless of course there was romance to be included. And sometimes there was. Does anyone remember that? There was a big area outside where, like, all of the cool kids and the New Parkers would go to smoke cigarettes and weed. And that's sort of where a bit of socialising happened. Well, at least that's where some of... Excuse me. That's where some of us did a bit of socialising. I remember one time going around, and this guy asked us, came up to ask me and my friends, would I have... Uh, did, would, did we have any cigarettes? And we all said no, even though we did. Marble Lides, 10 packs in our pockets. But obviously we weren't going to be giving him any. Okay. And then guess what happens? He punched me in the ear. This guy leant over and punched me in the ear. Getting boxed in the ear, by the way, in the cold January air. Worst thing in the world. Like, unhand me, you brute. Also, if you think I'm going to react physically, you've got another thing coming. Fighting is a sport for muck savages and in-the-closet jocks. I'm literally sending call to Donnybrook Garda Station because I don't have any credit on my 3210. I'm already planning the penning of the unsolicited script about this fracas. I'll be sending into the writers of Law & Order. I still have PTSD from this. A degenerate's playground is what Funderland was. Although I remember one time I did kiss somebody. And this was a real, real eye-opener. Her breath smelled like an illegally purchased Sky Digital dish and a stretch white limousine. She had the disposition of the house white wine on a Dublin to Hollyhead ferry. If a pint of Carlin in the lounge of Southampton Airport could talk, it would be her. It was like French kissing a three-in-one. French kissing, good luck. Cholesterol, twice as high as her IQ. I swear, her makeup was so cartoonish that one could only assume she was in the Witness Protection Program and currently suffering from an identity crisis. Jason Bourne in for a spice bag. Who did your makeup, by the way? MS Paint. Deluxe. I didn't realise Woody's had a sale on. I wouldn't coat the back shed in that. Or the keel of the Titanic. Mother of divine God. But I wasn't the only one making mistakes like this, by the way. I remember one time... To- like, none of us knew what we were doing. I remember one time... One of my friends, she went, we were outside and she got with this guy, okay? And she comes over with this lad who literally has gold teeth, okay? And she said that she was going to head back to his place. Bear in mind, we were like 16. We're going to head back to his place in Dolphin's Barn because she was convinced that Dolphin's Barn must be some sort of urban aquarium for fungi and the likes, A city centre fish tank for our crack loving aquatic animal mates. I mean, mammal mates. What the hell is going on here? This lad came over. He looked about 23. Stone? He had a plastic 3 litre bottle of something that visibly resembled poison. It would make the water in the dodder look like Evian, I swear to God. I would sooner drink a nagging of dishwater from a sink in Chernobyl than let a single droplet of that slop pass beyond my sacred lips. But thank you for the offer. I'll have two, please. Thank you so much for listening to the Sunday Roast. Guys, really appreciate it. Really appreciate every one of you who sent me a lovely message this week. Everyone who's, like, been reviewing the show, please continue to do so. Um, It makes such a difference. And most importantly, thank you to everybody who has signed up to the Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Please take a moment to consider it as uh, it keeps the oven on, uh, keeps the show being produced every week, and keeps me from destitution, um, as I said at the top of the show. Anyway, hope you're doing okay. Bit of a shorter episode tonight as I've been feeling just a little bit flat this week, but we will prevail. We've gotten through another week. Hope you guys are doing all right. Uh, Keep going, and I will speak to you very soon. All the best.